my apologies to my uh 40-minute-long podcast, but I'm just feeling very sleepy and tired because it's like 2 in the morning, so in case you hear me, like, say other mumblings of other stuff or everything that's not related to the podcast, my apologies, and have a good night, everyone, and as always, this is Rosie Says, and see you next podcast. peeps i'm back again i know late right okay but anyways i had to come back because i had to hear out for the whole day and yeah it's official california is definitely back cali's back bitches so basically we're back and what that means is that no restrictions whatsoever except if you're unvaccinated and don't have your shots on one of your arms then you have to keep your mask till then and also the physical distancing that everyone keeps calling social distancing. Like, what the fuck is that? Anyways, if you want to be reminded, like I said last year, once again, social distancing is what you have in your hands and in front of your face most of the time, which is either a cell phone or a tablet. And that's how you social distancing because you're on what? Social media. And that's how you actually social distance and ignore everyone around you. Like you did before the pandemic even started. And anyways, peeps, this physical distancing, we could relax them. But if you're like me, the preparer and cautious type, you're probably going to keep them until everyone actually is fully vaccinated and the Delta virus and any other variants in California subsides. So in any case, peeps, don't you worry (laughs) about that if you're like me and my mom. And hopefully my sister Liz eventually uh, gets fully vaccinated, of course. And I'm, of course, I could say I'm fully vaccinated. My mom's fully vaccinated. Unlike my siblings, my younger ones. Not Liz, because she's the younger one, but she's not one of the younger ones anymore. She's, you know, baby number three. I'm baby number two because, of course, I'm the second oldest. Duh. There you go. And anyways, peeps, like I said, if you're not fully vaccinated like me and my mother... You're not allowed to be without a mask much. And I don't know about the exceptions with exercise and recreational activity or whatnot, but I know there is still regulation depending on which part of the state you're in and also what county you reside in. So you have to pretty much go by your county's website to pretty much check about what they say about types of restrictions. Those who aren't vaccinated and need to know about that kind of stuff because if you're gonna be the whole anti-vaxxer crap movement you know at least know the restrictions so you don't get in trouble with the law too often or get called out because there are certain companies places that will still practice the mask mandate and also ask if you have your vaccination card with you on hand that's already verification for fully vaccinated individuals like myself See, this is why I went out of my way to buy myself a vaccination card sleeve for my card because in case that the Delta variant, you know, gains momentum and strength and as well as anything else that could happen with booster shots of any kind, I won't laminate until all acceptable um, shots, whether FDA approved or not, get passed down as another, you know, shield and backup for the main shots that I just already taken. But they're citing on TV that it's been almost 90 
98 to 95 percent for some of the vaccines against this new variant called Delta that emerged and basically originated from, if you believe it, India. And in that case, peeps, I could tell you this myself, you should hop to it. You really don't want to dawdle too much. I know it sounds like I'm just a crier of the town or the messenger or whatever, but please don't hate me for this. I'm just doing this as my own patriotic duty as a citizen, as an American, like you and I are listening to this. I could tell you, peeps, it's important that we do this because, you know, if we're going to be the type of person that gives back to the community, see, if I'm not able to do that with contributions in time spending with the community or donating money, at least I can give you, you know, the full info that, you know, the best of my knowledge to the best of my abilities to tell you why you should take the vaccine. And so far, and like I did today, and yes, it happened again, because today was Tuesday, I checked in again with CDC, and so far, nothing, no side effects, nothing to even declare of any error. So like they said about the major vaccinations and the f fiasco with uh, Johnson & Johnson, unfortunately, it just happened to do with the serum creating blood clots because for some reason whatever ingredients or whatever of that technology that they instructed not to do that did that so yes if you can try to get Pfizer and Moderna that's probably your best bet until they fix that problem and if it's deemed safe again with Johnson and Johnson after learning this myself I would have to say yes people Please take a vaccination. Please don't dawdle. This is not a joke, okay? Death is not crisis, crisis actors pretending to die. It, death is real. You don't come back from death. It's not a sleep that you just simply wake up and be like, Oh, I'm awake now for some reason. Now I'm not going to be against anything. No, people. You really have to just take this in consideration for not your own life. Okay? But the people in your life you care the most that you want to see alive. That's who you should take the shot for if you won't do it for yourself. But otherwise, please do it for yourself because that's who should be taking it is you. You know, out of respect and no mean to disrespect. But honestly, I took the vaccine after hearing this, like I said to you guys in my previous podcast ago. Because my adult cousins... Since I'm an adult myself, you know, I'm 31, going to be 32 this year. Hooray. Ooh, happy birthday to me. Blah. Anyways, I was very disappointed hearing that, that they didn't want to take it because of rumors that they heard from online sources that really weren't very quite reliable. And I have to say, I know it kind of sounds like it's a hypocritical thing to even mention because it's like, what? How can you say that? How could I not say that? You know, I'm not in the field of nursing or being a doctor or a scientist to tell you if it's right or wrong to take a vaccination shot but there are a few videos out there if you must know on youtube that some scientists actually decoded and actually already explained what's in the current vaccinations in general and you could find that out too you know you just don't know but there are some you know users on social media that will decipher and talk about what you're worrying about if the ingredients you think might be, you know, compromised. So I'm just telling you, peeps, don't feel bad. 
but you just got to do your homework a little. This is why they say plan your vaccination, you know, because of this is the thing. You know, check out your doctors and your family history with your family. Ask questions, even if it seems endearing, even if it's personal. You have to know what's going on with your guys' family to see what kind of, you know, thing that's going to be administered to you. And as well as to avoid any side effects or, you know, adverse reactions because of something that was not told, it was withheld because without your knowledge. So it's important to do that kind of stuff. And in any case, peeps, that's pretty much to be better than safe than sorry. Let's just be safe. Okay, now that I'm done talking about why the importance of taking the vaccination is over again, but yes, California is back open, and it's going to be like this. But we shall see because of this Delta virus and other variants within the state. We have to really not just be too um, ready to put our stuff away until exactly how bad this Delta virus might become. I feel like to be, you know, safe than sorry, you just want to hold on to that mask a little longer until everyone is willing and compromises, you know, with this idea and cooperates with getting at least one dose. At least that. And if Johnson Johnson stop fucking up, hopefully that will happen. But, you know, can't ask for too much because this was such a rash decision on their part anyways. Everything happened so quickly. No thanks to what we talked about on my last podcast about the origins of the inspiration behind the origins. Which is why we're here in the first place. Because of no thanks to our former president not telling these people, Hey, I don't want to deal with you guys like that. I want to do it my way and blah, blah, blah. And then putting tariffs on them, trying to retaliate, created this crap, and send it back to us here. So yes, because of Trump's indecisions, because of the way he mismanaged and misjudged, and the way he orchestrated whatever he was doing, and pretty much facilitated in the demise of our people, of America, as we know it, I'm just saying, guys, you know, he's giving every reason to people to dislike him. And now, since this pandemic happened, this is officially his seventh bankruptcy. Honestly to God. Even though it's not clearly a bankruptcy because it's just a recession, per se, and now we're based on the rebound. But honestly to God, I'm going to call it his seventh because you know what? At least he deserves this and his dumbass birthday was on Monday. Anyways... I know you're probably thinking, oh, you just hate our beloved. No, your beloved president did a lot of shit. He won't own up to. He never pardoned any of those 500 so-called people. And the lady that got shot by the police at the Capitol, he never even apologized or sent any grievance notes or flowers or anything to the family mourning of that young woman that was shot, even though she's like, what, in her 30s like me? Anyways, peeps, if he really did care about those people, he wouldn't pardon famous rich people like himself. He wouldn't be looking out for people in his level, okay? If you really cared about you people, why he did that with those other people? You see, that's what I'm saying. It do- the shit doesn't make any sense. He's not worthy of the praise, and he's certainly not worthy of your guys' either. I'm just convincing you guys. He's not going to be reinstated. I don't know why there's a rumor going around. I don't know why my pillow guy thinks holding rallies in his honor is going to help anything. And I don't know why people are obsessed with the idea 
of Trump being reinstated because of the grander delusions are just getting too far. And y'all are just losing it because for some reason you guys are crazy <laughs> for thinking it. But anyways, peeps, my heart, you know, goes out to those who lost their lives due to his inactions. Coronavirus, the incident that happened at the January 6th where two people got killed. One by a shot by the police officer, one trampled and attacked by people while being a police officer. It's too much. It's sad. Heartbreaking. And that girl who was killed, that woman, came from the same state I'm from currently. Even though I'm born in Nevada, but I was raised here my whole life, of course. I could say this, but still, you know, it's sad to know she was murdered. Because she all the other fools that stampede into the January 6th incident this year basically didn't realize that they were just wasting their time. And it ended up in life being taken away. Two people's lives were sacrificed for those inactions of Donald Trump of not realizing what he had done. And he never apologized for it. And nor that he ever will speak on it much because all he's thinking about is his damn election being rigged and thinking that he was being misled and also he feels like he's being duped and shit. Instead of thinking, you know, what have I done? I allowed two people, a police force that I praise so much in high regards, I let one of their men or women die. One of the men and women of, you know, military, air force or naval, whatever branch she was from, marines or whatever, he also let those people down too. And that's not fair. Never apologized for it. Never pardoned everybody for it. And also, never cared about it. And that's all I could say about that. And because of him, and then China being upset, being thrown on the terrace because of his inaction of being an actual proper leader of the free world, as we know it, of this country at least, in our nation of America, this wouldn't have happened had he not been in power. And maybe China wouldn't be so combative. And so you know, just full of just pent-up anger in a retaliatory move just to get back at a country that they ended up putting higher tariffs at other nations, and other nations never did what they did. So I'm just saying, guys, just put that in perspective. While we celebrate this current opening in our great state of California, I'm not trying to say it's bad, but I feel like it's just a little too close for comfort even though some owners want to blame Gavin Newsom, really, it's not his fault, guys. He can't control a variant or a virus. He can't even control people's emotions and minds. All he can control is what he has the power and authority for. He only did what the CDC offered was because he wanted to save people's lives. Problem is, you know, the intention he did was wonderful, but the response to it was just not good. It was just horrible. Because there had to have been money for a rainy day. And the rainy day was this pandemic, of course. And recession. Where we can have money saved for the people who don't have money. When rent is due. When work wasn't available. That was the kind of situation he was pretty much dealing with. He was dealing with basically having to scramble to save his state from dying. And being one of the nation's epicenters at one point last year, 
which if nobody knows, now you know, at one point we were in an epicenter of our own proportions. Unlike New York, and having to talk about today on today's final raffle, if not mega millions that somebody won possibly in this state, as well as nine other people. So ten people won $1.5 million each. So I'm just saying, Pete, this is something you got to understand. He was thrust into a position that no other politician would ever have the recognition to do. He did the dirty job that you could not do yourselves. That so big mouse, like the guy with the bear, which he's violating animal you know, rights because he's bringing a bear. And we don't know what nature the bear might be and whether docile or not. And he could just attack anyone at any moment. And also the guy who transitioned to a woman then regretted it for some reason because he couldn't believe he became a woman. And now he finally accepted only to realize he's trying to be like a big tough man about the situation. And then he told trans people they're not allowed to compete in normal heterosexual sports because it's wrong for some reason. Well, if anyone was wanting to know, you could always create another, you know inclusive group so that way people that are trans gay lesbian and whatever orientation of sex they want to pretty much be a part of they can have their own group compete in sports that way they can have a shot at their dreams too and also if they want to you know enjoy the sports for the sake of fun you know but of course you didn't hear this from me you heard this from rosie says podcast which is owned by me and on the wonderful platform of Anchor and Spotify, of course, since they're the main breadwinners of this podcast. Anyways, peeps, just telling you guys the truth. Yes, this was totally avoidable, what happened in California. But the pandemic happened. Shit had to happen. Everyone was scrambling. So was the government. And this was just like a wake-up call. That we were not prepared or ready for this thing. But we were prepared to do what we can to survive is what it seemed like it came off to me. And we were dealing it with ourselves here in Slow County, my family and I. While we were in a transitional part of housing for the last two years or so. And we were basically living during the summer of... June to July 2018 and we ended our time there at March 2018 and the beginning of April 2021 I should say I think we ended at April 2021 because the same day on the 12th we actually moved our stuff here in town to this new location in town here so yeah So it was like we were packing in March. And by the way, disregard the 2018 because that doesn't make any sense. It's actually March 2021 we were supposed to move here. But we were delayed. And so we ended up moving on April of this very year to this new location we're in right now. Which is near other apartments besides parks. Which is pretty bomb. And, you know, we were... We were in the thick of it all ourselves. We were in the pandemic at the transitional location next to Housing Authority, dealing with the current stuff, predicaments, 
food shortages, toilet paper shortages. We may have not been in the store killing each other over toilet paper or food, but we sure witnessed it on film and on video from our phones, though, and had a good laughing time about how silly people look fighting over toilet paper. Practically something you would totally see in the nature of these people post-Turkey Day on, you know, Thanksgiving week. When it's not in recession, of course. And, of course. And I had to mention that because, you know, peeps, it was very sad. It's very unbelievable. Glad we made it. Sad that we had to make it this far like this. Glad that we made it at all. Happy we did. Somehow we survived it thanks to Liz and the neighbors at the time at that location before they moved away first. And then we and the rest of the people moved following after. And now the second location in town here we live in is under construction. So yeah, it was meant to, it was meant for like a short time. Because in our previous housing location on, you know, in town here was right by a highway and it was right by, on the way to a freeway, and also on the way to a train station, and it was always dry and hot in that location, never really had much air flowing for me, so, and I never really seemed to like that location much either, but where we moved at, our final location, according to housing, is this one, we are getting more air, more about that, more park, and more space and definitely more room to boot maybe inside the house it feels smaller but it's not it's just not it's just how you uh you know address the situation and how you uh put your room in a type of feng shui type of manner and style on how to make the houses and room more feasible to your coexistence of trying to get in and out of the place so that's pretty much what we're dealing with. Otherwise than that, everything's fine over here. And what we were dealing with during that time of the pandemic was extraordinary at best. Most of the people helped us. Food was getting donated from schools. And we weren't able to access it because, you know, you guys know this, that we don't have a car. We don't know how to drive one ourselves. So other people helped us while we were stuck with all these three kids prior to David's you know, one year anniversary that happened, which is today, actually. Today's David's one year anniversary that he hasn't been with us and was, you know, unfortunately forced to move into a crisis home because he was losing his mind. He didn't go to school much. The pandemic really did a lot of emotional toll on Alexa and him because since they're autistic and they depend on a schedule and they depend on stimulation of having things to happen to them when they weren't seeing the routines continuing they felt it, it it touched a nerve to them and they went berserk one of them being my little brother kept running away from the home and kept breaking stuff and kept you know just losing his little mind and he was just going crazy and instead of having to be in one place at one time he just basically broke out of the house without notice and my mom of course suffering from being old possibly overweight and most of all just not wanting to deal with kids because she's really just not interested in being a mom in that kind of way she was having a hard time dealing with him because of him running off 
and he was just exposing himself to danger at any moment and any given notice just because he wanted to go out of the house because he didn't want to be at home and he just couldn't stand being another moment or minute or day in there because there was life happening outside which I agree there is but certain things and certain stuff like coronavirus was simply out of our hands for us to pretty much stop him from running off so unfortunately this is why we have a year anniversary now for the first time without him living here with us for those reasons and while at the same time this was happening at the beginning of 2019 I think at the end of 2000 uh, June uh, semester or like the summer semester or the fall semester of 2018 Alexa was starting to pick up on her seizures because she never had this before ever since she became you know a teenager and had her period and stuff all of a sudden she's been dealing with epileptic seizures ever since and then with last year's COVID-19 restrictions coronavirus going out of whack she was just losing her mind and her anxiety just skyrocketed and then unfortunately for her she had constant seizures after seizures which was very sad and very life-threatening because while she's losing her mind and possibly her life her brother had to leave because he was putting his own life in danger while losing his own mind so it's been a tough year for both of those two can't say about that about my brother Manny he's been sort of like a a cool cucumber at most he's been just quiet mellow not so aggressive but He's been patient and understanding. He's been very silent. He, he just doesn't like the fact that he has to be at home. And he likes walking. So he's the kind of kid that likes to have some effort of physical activity. But he's not like his little brother where he really just wants to just be a human zigzag, if you will. Or be something equivalent to the Flash. If you've ever seen those kind of superheroes, you'd know what I'm talking about. Or like um, anything that's relatively quick, like a cheater or something, or a roadrunner. He just has so much pent-up energy. But now, he, lately, since living at the crisis home, he's been kind of slowing himself down a little bit. And he's not fat or anything. He's just, he had to get medication to deal with his uh, hyperactive-like ADHD tendencies of some sort. So he's been sort of just like mellowing down a little. But it still hasn't done any favors because lately um, he's been just grabbing a hold of blankets and just covering himself in a blanket because he wants to feel the warmth and love of his, you know, parent or guardian. Which is me and my mom. And, you know, I think secretly he does miss us. And I know we miss him tons, but I think he misses us more because it's just not the same. He's living with strangers. He doesn't know these people. He can't speak much on it. He's probably in an environment that's calmed him down a little, but he's just a little bit depressed about it, I think. In Alexa's case, well, she's just depressed and hurting herself a little. And her seizures are not helping anything. But it's good to know that she you know, is here with us still despite having frequent episodes of epileptic seizures and stuff. 
it's been tough to deal with because sometimes when this happened, I just don't like talking about it because it's very hard to see her go through something so immensely bold and something I just can't control either or help her come out of it. It's just we have the sequester to her side with keep her safe, keep her from drooling, keep her from hurting herself when she's in that state. It's just a very sad time to watch her. But like I said, people, it was a tough year for these kids. And I feel sorry for any kid, like I was saying last year, that they had to go through this pandemic and they're just losing their minds because they don't know what to do. But secretly, I feel like those who were bullied at school, I feel like for them, it was probably a godsend because have you been bullied at school before and hated the bullies you had to deal with? Probably, yes, if you listen to this or not. And for you, this was probably an outlet to finally, you know, stay off from those wicked bullies that are just infested with just evil in their minds. And I feel so sorry that those kids are now having to return to that instead of return to, like, school, like, in general and have fun. No, they have to return to the nightmare that they once left because the nightmare... Of the pandemic is pretty much almost over but you didn't hear that from me you heard that from the case rates of the vaccinations being given the people who are not in the hospitals too much and the fact that here in california we've been getting our asses back together and getting it you know on the ready you know we've been wanting to return to normality since we got into this pretty much and we took toe to toe to the vaccine and said oh hell no and we did ourselves the honor, those of us who actually did vaccinate, I'm talking about, we actually did the diligence of actually doing what was right. And this is how we're able to come out of this pandemic recession, if you will. And since supposedly this is the fifth world economy, this state alone, because, you know, after all, it's true, because think about it, California is a very unique place. There's famous people, there's rich people. There's stuff that happened mostly made in this state alone, like in the Bay Area. We got Apple, we got Twitter, we got Facebook, um, we have Yahoo, we have Google, we have MSN, and all of that's here in this state. And yes, and we have Apple, of course, and we have the biggest cell phone brand made in this state exclusively. I don't use it personally, but I know that. It's true when they say, yes, this state was in dire need of coming back from this pandemic recession hold, if you will. And finally, that that's been achieved. Instead of being thankful to Gavin Newsom, and all these asshats are just flipping out and flipping on him because they were worried about their business diving under. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Again, you shouldn't be mad at him. He was just following the CDC orders. But yes... They should be making a fund every time they have a crisis like this. There should be a fund for those of you who are mom and popper shoppers. You know, the mom and pop shop people I'm talking about. And those who are, you know, in need of employment during the times that aren't allowed because of the structured tiers that we were all in. And for those people who weren't able to work, like people who own wineries or those who actually make breweries and don't sell food necessarily 
I think they suffered the most. And for them, it was just in the toilet when it came to their business. They didn't get to bounce back. But those who had food and service food and food in general, and then the stores in general, such as like the food stores and some stores like Kohl's and stuff like that, yes, maybe those people were able to bounce back from this, but it was very hard to see that in general to say. So yes, you're right about the CDC making the error of not, you know, fitting us with the regulations, but adding a fund so when times like this happen again, we have the money and the resources to know where to go and to get people out of a rut when it's absolutely necessary. Not when it's convenient to inconvenience someone, which happened with this case because it shows us we were not prepared for this, and that was why. And of course, that was sad for Gavin Newsom, you know, and I'm and I'm hurt to hear that that's why people think he doesn't deserve his job because of what he didn't even do himself, and he was trying to control his best and trying to do his very best as a leader of the state because the CDC required him to do so, you know. And he was just doing just that, his best, guys. His very best. I know I sound like a broken record saying this, but I'm not lying, guys. He really did do everything within his legal right, within CDC rules, to apply to us that she and he and all these people that work at the CDC, all these people that run our government in the state of California, we, as people, we had to just take it. Unfortunately for the businesses, they could not. This is why this pandemic recession is a good learning lesson for those who are trying to study into this but are running into obstacles. And if you're going to, you know, do anything, the one thing they should have done was make a fund in case of this type of stuff happens, like a rainy day type of fund, but for, you know, pandemics. So that way when they create bad recessions, it, would, it wouldn't have to be too bad. It would just coincide with the need of these things and then people wouldn't have to suffer and lose homes because of misrent because of jobs being lost. And after all, seeing that video today on Twitter where a woman who didn't know her stuff was put outside the apartment where she was unable to pay her rent, people were stealing her stuff and running off with it with their cars and stuff. And, and instead of offering to pay or help her, a woman was just tape recording everything as evidence or just as a, oh, breaking news in my apartment complex, people have been stealing one of my former neighbor's stuff and she doesn't know that she's a former neighbor now, you know. And I'm just saying, people, for those reasons like that, this state, if not the whole nation of America, needed a separate fund just for times like this. When pandemics happen and 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 in theory mobilizing certain criteria can't really be feasible because certain people can't fit the description for, you know, making the exception of having 
the right tools to utilize to safely put people during, you know, what was called stay-at-home, what was ultimately called, you know, a stay-at-home order known as, like, some people deem it as martial law, which was not, by the way. And it wasn't quarantine either. It was just, it was just to stay basically at home till it's safe, you know. It was just basically that. Because of, we don't know how badly in the air this pathogen-like variant thing might have traveled. And how if it got to people, we'd actually solve this issue. But unfortunately, that's just how it's just going to be, you know. If you really cared about that kind of stuff, people, you would know this is why... You know, he really does care. I just hope by the time people realize Gavin Newsom did this, it won't be too late. At least thank him for what he did so far. I know in my case, that's what I would do if I married him. Or spend time with him. Or anything. You know. It's just sad. To know that you're upset, like so. Oh, sorry. Must be mumbling, kind of sleepy right now. Anyways, guys, I'm just saying. Um, you know, just don't get mad at Gavin Newsom for his job, guys. Just be aware that the CDC, you know, in theory did a job, but didn't really do their job that made financial sense, which created this pandemic recession in the first place this is why i call it a pandemic recession and not a pandemic because a pandemic shouldn't cause you know financial ramifications but since it did it's called a pandemic recession because it created financial difficulties for a lot of people which ended their careers and basically uphold you know people's livelihood to what the cdc thought they were doing was a solid but really they were just doing a disservice because they really just wanted you know to do have people just do what they ask and just have it over with i'm just saying guys just to be aware he was just doing within his power and that's all he could do. He couldn't do much more. He couldn't even shake mountains or move mountains. But he did somehow create this idea of vaccination for the win for some reason. After learning Ohio did this first, of course. And I'm not saying it's stupid or wrong or embarrassing. But, yeah. I just hope whoever wins this money earns that money and enjoys themselves. And those who didn't get to win, like me... There's always still hope some day we'll win some type of money incentive. Maybe not from this lot or from the state, but it'd be nice though if it was. All I can say, guys, is this. If you're, you know, still unsure about vaccinations, be sure to just check online, check back here on my podcast, check with those who already received the vaccination, ask them how they feel about it. In case you follow them on social media, maybe track where you're, you know, where you're, uh, 
shots are gonna get in Mr. To and from. So yeah. Sort of an sort of sort of yeah. I wouldn't say sort of fun, but it's more like sort of disappointing now. But anyways, guys, I'm just going to end the podcast right here because I'm just mumbling at this point and I'm just really going to sleep right at this point. So as always, thank you for listening. This is Rosie Says and see you next podcast.